Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. I'm not going to say that I understand the Inuit um, process of, of sending uh, the elderly members of the family away uh-huh. as they age. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying after two months of living with my family again, mm-hmm. I, I, I I understand. Uh, uh, sure, yeah. 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 Um, everyone wants to, what's the word, uh, murder their parents at least once. I'm just saying, I, I don't, I don't really think the Menendez brothers were right, (laughs) but I understand. But the Menendez brothers weren't wrong. They weren't wrong. Exactly. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, How you doing? I'm good. My mother, uh, has her own apartment now. Yeah. After two months of, 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 of squatting with me and old friend of the show, Trevor Carrion, uh, she has gotten her own place, all of about fifty feet away from my front door. Hey, man, you know what? So close. There's a wall separating you. At There's least. two. There's two walls. See, that's pretty solid. Two walls and a small parking lot. Yeah, it's ideal. Yeah, it's ideal. You can handle that. I, handle I think that. we'll find out. Well, th- I think I think I can. I think I can. The trick is just making sure she doesn't have a key to your place. Damn it, I've already fucked up. You got to make sure that gets lost in got, air quotes. Got to change the locks. <laughs> got to change the locks. And darn it, if this batch didn't come with only two keys. So what, what you got to do is one day whenever she's hanging out and she goes to the bathroom, you just pull the old switcheroo mm-hmm. and you put an identical key on her key ring that doesn't work for your door. Here's an idea. So one day when she goes go, to... I don't know. One day she goes to the bathroom and I just move. Like to a different state. To a different state. <laughs> just so like out of the country. She, while she's in the bathroom, just load everything up. Hilton's in Japan now. Move to Japan. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be rad. I'm ready. I was gonna move to Japan. I was excited about it. Uh, we, we talked about it on the show, I believe. I like the I like the um uh the natural beauty of the landscape. Very beautiful oh, country. Gorgeous. A lot of mountains, uh, a lot of wonderful forests. I love the architecture. I didn't I, I know the, how I didn't know how big a fan I was of seeing mountains yeah. in my, you know, view in, in until your, I went view. to Colorado the first time, and then I realized, like, yeah, that's um, that's a view you could see every day. It and is be pretty stoked about. It is breathtaking. It's really nice. That is a thing. Like to to feel uh, a, a sensation in your chest looking at a magnificent vista. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. Hundred percent. Um, and that's why people don't realize that people get so you walk outside, you're like, oh, okay, I'm outside in Tulsa. Yep, there's that. There's the old Enterprise car rental yep. place. Yep, there's the boring tree and the yep. sidewalk. There's that McDonald's near 15th and Harvard. Yep, yep. And you think like, oh, I've seen, I've seen stuff. I know what it's like to look at things. Nah, nope. Nah, you see something real nice. It's it's different. It it's, is. It's really different to look at a nice thing. <laughs> Having nice things and seeing nice things. It's nice. Hi, that's that's really our first recommendation for this week's episode. Is if you have the chance to look at a nice thing. That's why I like. Um, that's why I've enjoyed cruises so much because I love the water. Yep. Um, and and things like that. And I just I find it like you said, just breathtaking. Yeah. I love it, and it's. Probably some of the most calm moments of my entire life were sitting on the smoking deck of the cruise ship with nobody else around, just staring at the water. Yeah. In my own thoughts. Uh, growing up, uh, there was a couple years I lived in, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, mm. uh, near the beach. Right Fort, near Fort the Loudy? beach. Fort Loudy. As they uh, call it? Fort Loudy. Exactly. Fort Loudy. Do they call it that? Fort Loudy. That's exactly what they call it. That'd be it. pretty tight because I uh, kind of just made that up. Yeah. No, no, no. You didn't make that up. That has been, people have been saying Flo Loudy for years. Okay, good. Uh, Fort Loudy. Fort Loudy? Fort Loudy. <laughs> I know. I know it. Um, uh, we'd visit the beach and we would sit and you just sit on the sand and just yeah. look out upon the water. And it's that so same beautiful. sense. Uh, there's that Peace. sense piece of of understanding your place in the universe oh 100 i love that like something about and like i get it with hallucinogens too just that sort of reminder of of your significance yeah or your um, insignificance that's what i mean yeah your level of significance mm-hmm. uh you know both yeah, both seeing your insignificance and your actual significance you know what i mean sometimes you just want to feel a little small i mean it'll help make you Realize you're pretty small. Yeah, remind you that you're not you're not you're not big shit. Nothing makes me feel smaller than realizing that below me mm-hmm. and the boat I'm in, yeah, 
is a creature that could swallow me whole entirely. Yeah. Do you uh, do you ever get the uh, the 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 thassalophobia? What, what is that one? That is where you have a fear of what 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 hides in the dark. What lies beneath? What lies? Beneath. Is it specific to water? Because it, it if very it much is, is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The idea that there's just some some great giant thing down there that's going to shark gulp you up. Yeah. Or or a whale or it's sea, gonna what about like sea monsters or bro Cthulhu. All of it. All of it. Yeah. It's all down there and yeah. it's all waiting for me specifically. <laughs> they have meetings. Wait, like, as soon as this fat butt gets in the water, this is Sampino. Soon he is this delicious. Guy. Delicious. I mean, our friends in Mabim Bam let us know about the, the, the dangers of Glass Shark. Yeah. And how much he loved fat kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, what they don't tell you is all shark love, love fat kids. All, uh, all sharks love fat kids. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, fat kid tastes good. Just full of flavor. Fat, ta- fat tastes all, good. We have established that. All That's flavor. Right. All, all that is. Juicy goodness. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yes. No, I, I definitely have that fear. And it's weird because. I'm more capable of semi-conquering that fear in that, like, I will go on boats and I will go on cruises. On the cruise, and sh- yeah. You know what you I mean? like the water. I'm not swimming mm-hmm. in the middle of the ocean. No. Hell fucking no. What about uh, from the beach, though? Do you swim at the beach? I have swum, on the, swam at the beach. The edge of the ocean. And We're, now here's why I don't feel a lot of paranoia there. Well, the big shit can't get you there. Well, you can see cl- yeah. very clearly. Yeah. It's it's when you get deep enough to where there's a level below you that you cannot see until it's way too late. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fucking terrifying. Anytime something could come up and chomp. Oh, that's that's where I'm I'm out. I'm yeah, out, I'm out. The chomp water. I even have that irrational fear in lakes. Oh, really? You're worried about lake chomping? Oh, lake chomping is well, because you don't is know a real fear. Well, because the thing about lake chomping is you don't know what what has been there since the Paleozoic era. Exactly. I saw Lake Placid. Yeah, there's always a chance that there is some giant giant gator, some giant gator, <laughs> some giant uh, sea monster. Hey, I live in Oklahoma. I have seen catfish <clears throat> bigger than human people. Yeah, I, hell, Loch Ness is just Loch. Have you is seen just Scottish those, for Lake, bro? Have you seen some of those catfish that are like by the dam at like Keystone Lake? Uh, no, but I have seen rednecks who I'm not convinced are not just a fish. They are. I'm telling you, they could swallow a small child easy, no fucking problem. Yeah. Well, They're, sure. It's unreal how big these catfish are. Yeah. <laughs> One of those just swallowing up your leg? That's no fun. Yeah, and then boom, no leg. <laughs> and you know what not having a leg now makes I'm a you? Pirate. <laughs> yes. Yes, 100%. And you know what a pirate is? Susceptible to being swallowed by a catfish. True. Bam. Other leg gone. Bam. Arm gone. Bam. Arm gone. I'm, now I'm, you're just a Monty all, Python. I'm all character. peg appendages. Yeah, you're just you're just pegs in a torso. <laughs> and that's not even like like the good kind of pegging. Like that's just no, it's not. It's just no, just, it's not. I'd rather have that kind of pegging for sure. Just this is an unex, 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 unpleasant experience. Yeah, I'll, I'll let my wife put it up my butt way before I before I'll you have peg let limbs. a shark or a catfish swallow up all my appendages. Nobody wants all four peg limbs. No, nobody. That's not a thing anybody wants. Um, uh, also, I just said appendagi. Appendagi. <laughs> that, that's definitely a word. Oh, man. We watched a couple trailers today. I got to say, we were two for two today. They were good. Two for two. I'm excited. Super pumped about both things. Yeah. And uh, from radically different styles. For sure. Had to jump into Marvel. Check out the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer. So pumped for this. The second trailer, which shows even more than the first one. The first one was... Uh, snuck in, I think, at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. And that was good. It was. Introduced us to a couple of things. We saw the the Dark Strange character uh-huh. uh, who was who made its first appearance in What If. So it is neat to see that What If is now going to kind of tie into uh, the, the MCU uh, proper. Um, and then now in this trailer, we saw a lot more characters. We saw Wanda. We saw Wong. We saw... Um, can I just say yep. how pleasantly surprised I am with Elizabeth Olsen just overall in in all of these movies and, and WandaVision and everything? Like, who'd have thought she'd be the best Olsen? Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, they, they shoved those other two at us for years. And we thought no Olsen can ever match. Yeah. The, and no, there was a third. And the third Olsen. To quote Yoda, there is another. There is another, and she's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's fantastic, and I, I'm I'm very excited to have her character back. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Wanda was great on WandaVision. Uh, she's been great in all the films. And Aquafina. Uh, Aquafina's back in this. I thought I saw her. 
Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's cool. I thought I saw her. Because she was in uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and she was awesome in that. I thought I saw her at least in a scene. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe not. I know there is a new young actress who's playing America Chavez. Uh, okay. So that could be who you saw, too. I don't think... I know I do think it was a different person. Okay. But we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> Looks good, though. Yeah, so um, pumped. Um, oh, uh, we also... Big reveal through voice. Yeah, a, a very familiar voice. We see Strange in cuffs at one point being led around in some kind of other world by some kind of robots. And then he seems to be... He got pinched for fucking around with the multiverse. And he seems to be going in front of some kind of group in multi-trouble. <laughs> maybe uh, judging him like or a, deciding a, his some fate. Some sort of a panel of judges of sorts. And we hear a voice sounding very much like Patrick Stewart. Not Rod Stewart. <laughs> Rod Stewart. We sound very much. Oh, wake up, Maggie. Uh, I think I've got something to say to you. Uh, the, the voice says, "Wake up, Strange." Uh, wake, yeah, wake up, Strange. I think I've got something to say to you, and it's not not good. You're in trouble. No, we you did bad. We've got a seemingly. Um, uh, Is this confirmed? A voice saying we should tell him the truth, it's and it says good. in the closed captions, it says mystery voice. Yeah. Uh, definitely sounding like Patrick Stewart and very much suggesting the idea that Strange is going to get a taste of mutants even before the rest of us do. So excited. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I want my good X-Men movie. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting about this is this could feasibly, you know, the multiverse, we, 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 uh, should we get a spoilers for Spider-Man real quick to make a comparison? Has it been long enough? Um, I mean, I've finally seen it, so I feel like it's that's still the in the theaters, right? It is still in the theaters. Okay, so we can wait. We right, can wait. isn't it? Shouldn't you wait at least like out of the theater? I like that. I like that. I like that. Let that be our guide. Yeah. The but there was something that happens at the end of that film that, to uh -huh. me, suggests that they can make changes to the entire universe. Sure. In this movie, and imagine changes to the universe that suddenly mean that mutants have been around the whole time. And we just didn't know it. Exactly. They were in another verse. But now, but now if you make changes to the universe, that means you can make changes to history. So now you can suddenly have, you know, young mutants that are struggling to fit in that we didn't know about before because it's only now that that story exists. Right. I, I don't know that or I don't know that the public's going to be high enough for the storytelling Marvel has in store for them. I'm so I'm 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 here for it. They're going to have to smoke a little bit more weed to be uh, to be hip enough. Hey, to get I've this. I've smoked plenty. You got them. Oh, I'm I'm ready. They can swing by Robot Farmer and and get a hold of some if need be. 100. If you got a med card. Um. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, got to get to med card. Doctor Strange looks great. Be surprised how many people will still walk in and go. That's uh, oh, not wreck. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. At least once every other month or so, someone will come in and go, oh, I thought, uh, that's just, thought that, you could just come in. That's just Jim. Jim refuses to buy a TV, but he knows it's coming. <laughs> so his way of checking is just once a month, he yeah. just stops into his favorite dispensary and goes, hey, is it? Is it yet? No. Okay. Next uh, month. All right. See, See you, guys. Um, ch 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 chip and dale Rescue Ranger. Ch ch chip and dale When there's danger. They're back. Back, back in a comedic film. Yeah. Which looks really funny. Looks great. Uh, you got Andy Samberg and John Mulaney doing yeah. the voices of Chip and Dale. Or Dale and Chip, as, the, as, as that case may have been. Correct. Yeah. Andy, Andy's Dale. And Mulaney's Chip. Chip. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, hard, hard to see Mulaney as Chip, because uh, he very much is still Spider-Pig to me. He, but yeah, fair. That voice is very Spider-Pig. <laughs> Because uh, that's just John, I guess. Yeah, but I also am used to hearing him in Big Mouth, so I'm. I'm, I'm oh yeah, I've very much accepted his voice as different characters. Okay, you've got the what's who's the guy that does um Bob in Bob's Burgers? Uh, uh, H. John Benjamin. H. John Benjamin. Very much how he he him and that Archer. Off, that at Archer. Yeah, same exact so, voice. Yeah, not even trying to play nope. differently, <laughs> and it works so well for both. Yep. Mulaney's voice though fantastic. Uh, this, so good. This is done in kind of a reality. Like, like a Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Modern Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Like uh, the, the Chippendale in the real world. You know, the show happened, but now it's... it's And, and they are cartoons existing right. alongside people. Right. Uh, Chips is still a cartoon. Dale, though, is now CGI. Right. He got the, quote, CGI surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have two 
you have like a bunch of characters that are just 2D and then you have like really fancy CGI Dale walking right next to them and it's very funny image. And they seem to pull play that through the entire movie. Yes. Which looks great. Yes. Um what a weird idea. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh I'm on board. I can't wait for it. Uh both of these things are out in May, correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Chip and Dale's gonna be on Disney Plus. Nice. And that is a that is a movie, a full length movie that they're May doing. May is my favorite month of the year. May's a good month. Uh, we have my wife's birthday. Okay. My dad's birthday. Oh, okay. My birthday. Oh. And my wife and I's anniversary. Oh, oh. Well, May All in the same month. May tastic. And uh, we got Clutch and the Sword coming. Yeah, we May. talked about that coming to Kane's Ballroom. Kane's Ballroom. Yeah, I'm okay. stoked for that. I got a ticket already. Very pumped for that. Gonna uh, be a fun month. Uh, yours truly will get to stand on the Canes Ballroom stage in May, hosting the nude art. Nude show. art, yes, yeah. yes. Thrilled to be back uh, with that again. Uh, Isn't that on Becky's birthday this year? When May twenty fifth? No. Is that her birthday? Nope. No, no. Nope, but it's the day after our anniversary. Oh yeah, which is May twenty fourth. Everybody. So right after you guys celebrate uh, your your union, uh, uh, your love, and your devotion year being married, to each other, or no. Uh, Get dressed up and come get naughty with us at nude. Excuse me, our seventh year. Seventh year. Seven years now. Damn. Wait. Probably. 2013, we got together. 2014, we got engaged. 2015, we got married. Seven years of marriage. Seven years. Nine years Seven together. years of marriage. Nine years together. Uh, a lifetime to go. Man. Uh, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. So far, so great. Yeah. Yeah. A solid six years, and she sucks so hard, Hilton. I gotta get out of here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. She said the same thing. At least like two listeners that have listened for a long time went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, two for two on trailers. Super pumped about that. What else is on the on on deck today? Apparently, Beavis and Butthead have a movie coming out. Yeah, Paramount Plus. Yes. Yeah, coming to Paramount Plus, and, and not just one either. I believe there's actually more than one. Plan. Okay, so they're playing. Okay, they're already planning on multiple. Which I'm down for. The idea of getting those characters back. It seems like the right time. I remember sort of so vividly, um, like sort of being not allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. You were and, in that camp. And so, yeah, it was like forbidden and thus even more satisfying to exactly, watch. Exactly, yeah, cuz you only want to watch something if you don't if you can't. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Um and then of course, you know, later my mom just kind of stopped giving shit, but yeah. There was definitely a long period where like my mom really tried to uh like, you know, morality police me. Really? And, she was trying oh, yeah. to trying to raise she, your rights. She, she took away an album I had from a uh a, a ska band called Mephiscopheles. Oh, okay. That was uh, a a quote-unquote satanic ska band and they had an album called God Bless Satan. Oh my God! And my mom was like, "Nay, this shan't be in our home. We are a godly people." <laughs> and I said, "When was the last time you went to church?" And she was like, "Well," and she was like, "Heathen, that's not important. Heathen, you will not call me out." Yeah, that, that was when my mom was like, not religious, but tried to pretend that she was. Okay, you know, yeah, because like everybody makes you feel like you're supposed to be. You know, because you live in Oklahoma. That's kind of the thing around here. Yeah, they're like, you can't live a good life and be a good person if you're not religious. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, an epidemic. Yeah, so anyway, so she took my ska album away. <laughs> Which, you know, if you can't... Uh... She took my Mephiscopheles album. <laughs> you should type them in real quick and play a song from them so people can get an idea of the sound of this super scary band that my mother had to save me from uh how about a little uh, doomsday yes perfect that is the perfect perfect song we'll play a little doomsday by mephiscopheles <laughs> we'll probably get an ad let's see nope. no no i got a i'm got premium now oh fuck that's rad it's just nothing playing oh here we go all right i'm ready Oh no, the kids are never gonna be safe. Uh, pick it up, pick it up. Are they are they skanking? Like what what, what what's the problem? Skanking for Satan. Cringe from a distant thunder. 
the horizon. Is this like Doomsday? Is this a group of young black artists? Uh, the singer is. The singer is. That's pretty cool. We've got a lot of a lot of black guys doing the ska thing. Fishbone. Fishbone. Well, of course, Fishbone. Uh, the specials. Um, so I'm wrong, is what you're saying. It's just, yeah, Scott had a lot of black folks. This reminds me of a, of a Laura Cook joke. That's what I get for making racist assumptions. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was the band I needed saving from. Yeah, you had to protect you, protect children from Mephiscopheles. <laughs> My God. Once you hear it, you're like, okay, wow. Wowie, wowie. <laughs> And Beavis and Butt was the same way. It was really more stupid and dirty than yes, offensive. hundred you percent, know? it was. You know, yeah, it, it, it was just immature. Well, and it was sexist and racist and stuff because they would say stupid, ignorant things. I don't remember the racism. Maybe I, maybe I'm just remembering it wrong, but I definitely remember the sexism because they were not nice to Daria. Yeah, they were mean to Daria. They called her diarrhea. Well, and it was. Not funny. I felt it like they funny. would kind of play to stereotypes, like with rap and stuff. You Maybe know, about like 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 crime and stuff like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember that. But uh, but if not, either way, uh, the idea was always though that Beavis and Butthead were idiots. That, yes, that they were dumb, stupid, that, and they were not they were not characters to, to to emulate. They were the morons. Yes, and it was kind of watching their moronity that was the entertainment. You know, so. Uh, and it is actually a movie and a new episodes of a TV show coming to Paramount Plus. Uh, first announced last year by creator Mike Judge, uh, and apparently they will now be middle aged, which should be uh, depressing, uh, but yet funny. Um, well, we got a we got a, a hint of that in the the first Beavis and Butthead movie, where they sort of met the middle aged versions of themselves in the desert. Yeah, so maybe we'll get to see if they actually turn out like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and they always kind of had little images of like what they would look like grown up, and that was kind of part of the whole idea. Like this was not these guys don't grow up okay. Yeah, they're not they're not like making it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just going to turn out to be the same ignorant losers that they On were on the same couch, when they were kids. watching yeah. the same TV, watching the same dumb shit. Yeah, so watching the same Skid Row videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Skid Row they do rule. You know, 18 and Life's a good track. It's a solid track. Youth Gone Wild, good song. Yeah, yeah. Slave to the Grind, good message. Uh, we discovered off mic before the show started uh, that uh, Mr. Mister uh, is, is sort of an uh, underrated band. Not the same as Skid Row. No, very, very different. Very different. Uh, they should tour together 100%. That would be very strange. I would go see that tour. Sebastian Bach's a real prick, though, from what I understand. Yeah. Didn't he do? Uh, he did uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde on on stage. I think. Did he really? I think he did. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I Old know. Sebastian. And I think because because part of because he's very beautiful. He's very, he was he's a very beautiful man. I don't know if he still is. Uh, he I think guys like that are always beautiful. Oof. You know I don't so? know, man. I'll look him up. I mean, we've seen. I I could think of a couple of beautiful folks that ain't so much beautiful now. Oh wow, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, he looks like a looks like a middle aged woman. <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like a white trash woman. Yeah. <laughs> Man, all right. Well, sorry, Sebastian. He looks like Tammy. <laughs> Tammy Bach. Ta- Tammy Bach. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that, yeah. No, I man. told you, Hilton. You were right. You're right. Yes. Oh wow, man. Beauty does not last forever. Does not, clearly. But but look at when he was young. Very handsome. Oh yeah. He was a ten. Very at handsome. One point. Yeah. With that with that severe bone structure. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sebastian Bach, not what he once was. Nope. Uh Chippendale, not who the they man once he used were. to be. Beavis and Butthead, not who they once were. Nope. Uh, Chippendale, Chippendale also have come on hard times, it seems like, in the trailer. Yeah, well, yeah, it seems like the, the show the, got the, canceled and the, they, the magic is over. Mm, Monterey Jack was this hooked is on a, cheese. A, a reuniting tale. Yeah, this is a fi- this is a climbing back on a top. Band getting tale. back together. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, I get, love it. Uh, that looks good. Which have been the plot of several Muppet movies. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much all. The Muppet, <laughs> that, that's what a Muppet movie is. Yeah, uh, and ah, but just, they're so good though. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about moving right along again? Uh, yeah, that's such a good song. It really is. Uh, but Beavis and Butthead looks good. Uh, looks like it'll be interesting. I'm definitely down to see uh, a trailer when that comes out. I was going to say, do we have any sort of a release? We've got a pick. That's all we've got. Okay. 
no uh, no trailer right now. Okay, so hopefully this year, maybe. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see if they say. We really should read these things in in their entirety before the show. But you know what? There was a revival in 2011 where they were. I didn't know that. I did not know oh, that. Have to try and track those down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe I remember. No, they released the DVDs. I remember the DVDs didn't have the music videos because they couldn't get the licensing rights to all those songs. Ah, interesting. Well, they do pretty much look like the guys in the desert. Yeah, they pretty much kept the old aged look. That's all right. That's fine. You know what else is coming back? What? Futurama. Yep. New with Bender, though. New Bender, right? We're right now. Still technically in negotiations with John DiMaggio, uh, the voice of Bender. Meanwhile, the rest of the cast, Billy West, Katie Seagal, Tress McNeil, Maurice LaMarche, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman, all set to return. We talked about this last week. We did, didn't we? Yeah, because we said that they'd already recast for the table read. Oh, yes. They so had. they do have a new Bender on They've got deck. in mind, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill now throwing his voice into the fray, uh-huh. saying that he supports John DiMaggio, uh, who has admittedly said it, it is about more money. Right. DiMaggio released a statement saying it's not about more money, but not saying for him, saying he wants more money actors. for the entire cast. Right. And just because they've agreed doesn't mean that he agrees. He's uh, saying that voice actors as a whole are underpaid, is the way I understand it. Yeah. Which agreed, 100%. I mean, I don't know what their pay scale looks like, but probably. Well, I'm pretty sure everyone's underpaid. I mean, I can damn sure tell you 100% that stand-up comedians are underpaid if you're not a headliner. Yeah. I Uh, bet you, uh, I'll tell you, dispensary workers and TV TV news folks are underpaid. 100. Yeah. These are, uh, I don't know. More money. Give me more money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm fine. Coles. We're still waiting on that fucking. Sweet, sweet sponsorship. Yeah, when are you sponsoring us, Coles? Come on. We gave you so much free advertising already. We have so... I shop there a lot already. So don't you want... When I walk into your store... I just want you to give me a little bit of my money back. How about that? Well, think about this. A Matt picture of Coles. Quiet day at the store. Staff is just going about restocking because you know shit's selling out quick. You sure. got them damn good prices. Oh, the Mark Anthony collection barely. You can't, oh, that's can't cheap. You it on cannot the show. keep that on the shelf, even though it's slightly overpriced. Let's be honest. The small people will pay hot money to to be just draped <laughs> in Mark Mark Anthony. <laughs> Who doesn't want to look like Mark Anthony? <laughs> um, bunch of uh, small group of, of shoppers working their way around the store, hitting your various sections, and then who walks in? Who walks in? Hilton With an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face? You get sprung when Hilton Price from OLA walks into your store. You know it's him. The customers know it's him. Suddenly you hear one of them go, is that him? Is that him? Hey, is that Hilton Price from OLA? Who's that girl? Exactly. That's from opinions like, hey, Hilton. Who's that? Do you think Zampito's with him? I don't know, but that's definitely him. And they start flocking to me. Uh They want to talk me up. On the last episode, you said this. I was so excited. That was so funny. You're so cool. Our sales went up 25%. That's how they talk to me. And now they're shopping at Kohl's. They're hanging out with me. We're walking around the store. You should buy some of that. You should buy some of that. Check out these can't-miss deals. Look at that deal. Don't you want to look like Mark Anthony? And, guys, it's all because Hilton Price walked in your store. Right. I think it's something you want. I do, too. I think it's something you want. It's not something you want as much as it's something you need. You need. You need to have this sponsorship in place. You need to have our presence at your establishment. Mm. Get the OLA effect. That OLA bump, baby. The OLA bump is going to carry you. Don't let your sales slump in 2022. Get the bump. You need a remedy for the pandemic to get you out of this economic hell? Yep. OLA bump, baby. OLA bump. Just give it to us a little bit. Just, just do it. Just a tip. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh, boy. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase does not care that you don't like him. Not even a little bit. And you know what? <sighs> I get it. I mean, it's not ideal. It's not. Enough. I mean, listen, clearly working with Chevy, not easy. No, which is why people stopped doing it entirely, yeah. which is why the end of the interview we watched ended with him going, I just want to work again. And it's like, well, maybe be nice. Yeah. Uh, we watched a clip from CBS. Be, nice, be grateful. 
you know? Yeah. Maybe think back on all those movies you did and all the success you have and where you are. And, and instead of being like, yeah, of course I got this because I'm amazing. Be like, um, I'm grateful. So Chevy Chase, his most recent role was his Pierce on Community. And he ended up getting kicked off the show after fights with and that creator tells Dan you Harmon. How long it's been since he worked? Exactly. Well, and fights with the cast, right? And a lot of reports that he was just an asshole, hard uh-huh. to work with. And yep. these are not the first time. This no. has been going. This has been plaguing since Chevy SNL for years. Yes. You you called him the anti Bill Murray. Yeah, he's the antithesis of Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, so this where everyone loves Bill, not so much Chevy. So Bleeding Cool was reporting how Chevy just doesn't care uh, about what the community cast thinks of him or any of those stories about tough times on the set. And it included a link to the most recent episode of CBS Sunday Morning, which includes an interview with Chevy, which I, I made Mike watch before the show. And I got to say, I actually really dug the interview. CBS Sunday Morning's a great show. The um, And the interview with him, kind of illuminating. Right. I mean, really... Uh, definitely he, he, he freely admitted he is who he is. He's not going to change and he likes, well, and there was a lot of hypocrisy in that interview too, in that, you know, especially when he started talking about his childhood and how, how much he hates bullies, but then to very much turn around and essentially say, I am a bully now and that's who I am and I'm not going to change. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't say that you learned a lot and it doesn't say that you truly hate bullies like you said you did. So, you know, there's a, there's some holes there for sure. Well, you know, um, but you know, some people hypocrisy is, is, is a, is a feature, you know, I'm just saying like, yeah, he, it's very hard to, to in the same breath, say that you hate bullies, but then say, what do you think about all the people that say you're a fucking asshole and hard to work with and say, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's pretty tough. Yeah. So, you know, doesn't quite hold water. Yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, credit to him for owning it. You know, he he's pretty much saying, yeah, I am who I am, you know? And if that's who you are and you're not willing to apologize, you're willing to go on national TV and say so. Probably not going to get more work, baby. Yeah, not, but I mean, he also doesn't need it is the other thing, too. I well, mean, I'm sure he doesn't, but, he, you know, he says he really wants to work. Yeah. Also, you're 78 and, you know. Is he 78? Did you look him up? No, they said it in the interview. Did that? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, he's definitely got, he's quite elderly. Yeah. Yeah. And you could tell too. I mean, and he was old on community. Oh, he has that. I'm wearing dentures speech, you know, that I, uh, I, I fear having in the future. Is that what that is? I, I noticed a little something in his sound. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, this, this is me making a lot of assumptions based on, uh, deductive reasoning and my, and my experiences in the world and listening to people and, and knowing people with dentures. Yeah. But yes, the, you know, having something across the, your upper palate yeah. affects especially your S's mm-hmm. uh, and all, uh, several things. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. And, and it's, and it's, it's audible. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what leads to things like uh, God bless your United States. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That, that, Donald Trump 100% has dentures. There's no fucking way he doesn't have dentures. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would stake my reputation on that. <laughs> Which, I don't have much of one, so who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Don't say, listen. I tricked you guys. Don't say that you have a reputation. When you walk into a Kohl's. I have a reputation at Kohl's. I don't want to risk my reputation customers at Customers flock. Of seagulls. Flock of seagulls to Michael Zambino. That's right. That is exactly how that works. And I ran. I ran so, so far, far away. Because I was, I was scared of the flock. They don't do that to Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase walks into a Coles. Nobody flocks to him. Um, hey, Hilton, I just noticed a thing on the side of this thing over here. This is Grant Morrison on Superman uh, slash authority as clown fart with giggle track. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 And we're going to jump in. We're going to jump right in. Uh, so Grant Morrison has been a talking clown fart with a giggle track. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty fucking. That's funny. That's very funny. Do you see that line anywhere on there? On the t- on the uh, besides the headline. Okay, there it is. Um. What does pathetic mean? Not pathetic. Pathetic. It must be pathetic. I don't know, man. We're pretty dumb. You look up pathetic. Fucking a. Look it up. 
Grant Morrison, a famed comic writer, talking producing about- an unintentional effect of anticlimax. Okay, anticlimactic. The move, and then the example is the movie manages to be poignant without becoming pathetic. Okay, it really does sound like you just fucked up trying to say pathetic, though. Yeah, well, and he's Scottish too, so I, I wouldn't put it past him. He was <laughs> fuck up English. A pathetic clown fart with an accompanying giggle track as the door smacked my useless arse on the way out. Uh, and I mean, th- this is such a. So is this about a series? Yeah, Superman uh, and the Authority of, of comics. The Authority is a a um, extremely violent, ultra realistic, um, or, or hyper realistic uh, group of superheroes uh, meant to show uh, a kind of real world Justice League. Okay, uh, but you know. But the kind of group who would have no problems killing if they needed to, or using extreme measures if they needed to. Okay. They were the the authority came out from the Wildstorm universe uh, years ago when Wildstorm was its own comic. Uh, was it its own comic company? Wow, it's been a long time. Um, uh, and, and it was eventually um, bought out by DC, uh, and now DC treats the authority as kind of a uh, a, a tougher Justice League. The idea of putting Superman with the authority was to create kind of more of an authoritarian Superman who was willing to do what needed to be done to, uh-huh. to, to save mankind. Uh, they put Grant Morrison on the book. Uh, he is a, a writer known for uh, having wild takes on characters, uh, controversial takes. Uh, he has written, uh, I, I'm pretty sure he wrote a, uh, did he write the authority for a little bit? I don't know. I think he did. He's written Superman many times and written some of the best Superman stories of all time. Uh, and the idea, he didn't like the idea of writing an authoritarian Superman is what he was saying. So uh-huh. that's why he says it felt like a pathetic cl- clown fart with accompanying giggle track. Uh, and he thought That's it, so vivid. He thought it was pretty much way, DC's way of pushing him out of the company and, and kind of giving him a book to write before they essentially fired him. Uh, but like everything else, he made it work. Uh, Grant Morrison is a fantastic writer, uh, easily one of the best of the last 30 years. Uh, and this series, although not the one he's best known for, has been uh, has gotten plenty of praise. So, okay, yeah. So I would well, uh, if you're a comic reader and you want to read something, not a fan. That is uh, definitely well. He wasn't at first. It wasn't until he saw Mike Janin's artwork that he started to take it seriously again. Is what the article says. So if you want uh, a book to check out, check out Superman and the Authority. By Grant Morrison and Mike Janik, a uh, Janin, excuse me, um, Allison Janney, Allison Janney. Um, a lot of good DC stuff right now. A lot of good comics right now. I gotta say, it's a pretty good time to read comics. Nice. Uh, what else we got today? I don't know. How about some Star Trek Four? What? And I don't mean um, the Voyage Home um, because um, that's the one with the whales. Star Trek Four. I I never saw any of the. Uh, you never saw any of the original Star Treks. Nope. Star Trek, the original Star Trek Four is the one where they kind of made a movie for the masses, uh-huh. and it was the movie that was going to make Star Trek popular with everybody. Didn't work. So it's a fish out of it, it. Very much did work. It's the highest grossing Star Trek movie at the time, and it was uh, major. I meant for me. Yeah, no, no one cares about you, Mike. Um, the, yeah, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one about the whales. Do you people, know the one about the whales? People at Coles care. <laughs> uh no i don't know about the whales they don't know about the whales so they need to go back at whales are so a mysterious object is, is, is hurtling towards earth and going to okay. destroy the earth and they realize that the mysterious object is looking for whales and if a whale will talk to the object the object will go away and not destroy earth the Get problem the is in star trek times whales have been deceased for years I'm going to pause this because this looks way more interesting than my explanation of Star Trek for you. <laughs> you could sense me getting distracted. I could. I could, see, I could see it a mile away. So there's no whales in the future. Okay. So the Star Trek crew, this movie came out like 1986. Star Trek crew goes back in time to the 1980s. Go in time. They go back in time to the 1980s to find whales. Oh, because Star Trek takes place in the future. I was like, wait, but it, it came out in the 80s. No, no, Star Trek takes place in the future when there's no whales. <laughs> no, it took me a second. So not only do you have the wacky Star Trek crew having to fit in in 1980s America. Oh, boy. So you've got, like, Spock with uh, 
with a, a bandana wrapped around his head so you don't see his pointy ears. Yeah. Yes. So this I might be willing to watch, Hilton. You, oh, man. Have you never? There are scenes of Spock and Kirk on the bus getting used to the idea of a young man with a boom box. I'm going to watch it now. Where is it streaming? <laughs> this is so good. Can we find out if it's streaming anywhere? It's Paramount Plus, I'm sure. That's where all the Star Trek is. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, and also, it's also an environmental movie because they were letting us in the, in the 80s know, be careful or there won't be any whales in the future. Uh, it is apparently on Amazon uh, Prime and Paramount Plus. Oh, excellent. So you have options. I have options. Baby, I've got both of those things. This movie is... is I'm streaming rich. It's not good. It's not... It's, it's, I know. That's why I'm interested. Uh, it's that, Okay, it's like... It's a good 80s fish-out-of-water movie. Is it, um, this is what I mean. Is it going to satisfy my so-bad-it's-good category of movie? Yeah, like, honestly, okay, cool, cool, cool. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Is this like Miami Connection fun where you're like, holy fuck, this is ridiculous? Let's just see if we can find them on the bus. Yep. Let's see if we got this plane here. Ooh, a punk. Oh, he turns it up. Yeah, in your fucking face, old man. Gave him the old Vulcan fuck, fuck boy handshake. Vulcan death pinch. <laughs> oh, yeah. so he murdered him? Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he kills him. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a good Vulcan. What is it called? Is it the Vulcan nerve nerve pinch? pinch? Yeah. Vulcan nerve pinch. Yeah, the Vulcan nerve pinch. Yeah. The Vulcan gland. The Vulcan gland gland grabber. Pinch. Talk about some corny ass shit. Oh, it became known as the famous Spock neck pinch. Uh, from the FSNP uh, amongst the production staff. Yeah, give him the old FSNP. The F the old F FSNP. The old uh, the old Fizet fart snatch <laughs> pussy network. That is exactly it. I'm so sorry, everybody. Stranger Things is coming back. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm also excited that they have just said that. Like, hey, look. Uh, they imagined it as five seasons, so it's going to end at five seasons, and that's just how it is. And uh, yeah, sticking no, to the ending. Don't don't force it past when it needs to be. And I I love that idea. I think it needs to happen more. I think a lot of shows we've discussed before about how how some of them just needed to end. You know, uh, Dexter needed to end after John Lithgow left. Yeah. Um. You know, different things. There's the, things it, that just went on too long, and then they became not good anymore. Well, and the thing is, is you have to you you have to really trust your creators on this. Right. The the I, we all want to make more money. That's I, I get sure. it. Sure. So when something is successful and you want to try and milk it for more cash, I get the impetus. And sometimes there are ways to do it. Suicide Squad seemed like a neat idea, so they spun off Peacemaker. When there's something natural that can come from that, and the creators say, "I have these ideas," capitalize on it one hundred percent. But to squeeze extra seasons out of How I Met Your Mother was a bad idea. Yep. You know? Uh, maybe, honestly, making How I Met Your Mother was a bad idea. I won't. I will not argue that. But Stranger Things is good. It's fantastic. And trusting the Duffer brothers who said, and I believe they said specifically, we knew we had four or five seasons. Right, right. So I like so I like the idea that they they there was some ambiguity. They, it's not like they walked in with like it's going to be five seasons. It's going to end on a Thursday, and it's going to end yeah. when the when the la fights the Bugadahoo. Well, and it and it, it you know it says here that like they very much seem like th there could be more stories that are based within the same universe, or just more stories that are different altogether from the Duffer Brothers. Yeah, and saying that there are still many more exciting stories to tell. They will give you more bankable within, content. Within the world. So they're already basically saying, like, you know, hey, we might stay in this world, but, like, <coughs> this story with this group will end. Exactly. And that's okay. You want that. You you want things to end 
so that you can have a satisfying conclusion and move on to what's next. That's right. Yeah. That's really great. Um, so season four getting ready to air. We we got our It'll initial, be in two pieces. Yeah, a two-part season four. Which yeah, is volume one, May 27th, and volume two, July 1st. So right before my birthday, we get the first one. Uh-huh. And then right before mine, we get a second part. Nice. Yeah. This is an OLA birthday show. Hell yeah. Ooh, which means... yours is the 16th. It is. And yours is the 28th. 30th. That's what I meant to say. That's right. <laughs> so We remember birthdays. Yeah. Uh, I also do not remember uh, season two of Stranger Things, so I may need to rewatch that. And I've or not three? seen season three at all, Whoa. so I got to go watch that. I actually want to. Uh, I think I want to restart from the from the from the top. Really? Yeah, and yeah. just do a whole rewatch of the whole the whole shebang. Nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I'm definitely down for that. Absolutely. Uh, what about Chuck? Do you like Chuck? Nope. Not at all? Nope. 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 Okay, me neither. Not a fan, but you know who was? Who was? My wife and son. Oh, okay. Well, then we got to care. They love it. They love, love Chuck. 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 So it may come back. Uh, Zachary Levi wants to bring it back. <sighs> Chuck. Zach. Chuck was about a, essentially a Best Buy employee who accidentally had government secrets installed in his head. Oopsie. How? I what? So dumb. Yeah. I don't even remember how. And because every it, time I, I don't know why, but every time I would like come in the room when that show's on, I would catch it in in like a piece of dialogue or something that was just so fucking dumb and ridiculous. And I'd be like, "Why do you like this show?" <laughs> Although I will admit, uh, before we started recording, and I know a lot of people love it, and they're they hate me for shit. A lot it. of people really like. Chuck. I know that I know, and he's lovable. I like him, Zachary Levi. He was good in Shazam. I hear. Oh, that movie is fantastic. Really. Okay. It really is good. All right. So I it's to, good. I need to watch the Shazam. You do. All right. Yeah. What about no, Aquaman? Did you watch Aquaman? I did not watch Aquaman. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I, wanna... I just didn't care. Yeah. You know? I don't think I care either. Yeah. I don't care about a lot of those. And teams. there's and, and you know what's weird for me is like like I said, I'm fascinated with the underwater world. Yeah. So I like I like that world. Yeah. Uh, but I still just kind of was like, mm, nah, nope, no, nope. thank you. you the people, Thassalophobia? Thassalophobia. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, you got the thass. You got that. Got that thass. I'm not trying to get chomped, bro. Nah, no, I'm not trying wanna, to get chomped. I don't want to get ate. Not trying <laughs> to get chomped. Not trying to get chucked either. I don't want to get chucked either. Not I don't want anybody implanting things in my brain. If there was a reboot, you hear that, Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Joe Biden. Also, You're not putting any chips in my brain. Stop messing with the gas prices. Oh wait, that's not you. It's the five G. Means for five dollars in gas. That's what it means. That's what it stood for the whole time. They said we're gonna get everybody to five G. Yep. That meant five dollars a gallon. Five G's. Yeah. Sons of bitches. If if they reboot Chuck, would you use it as a chance to watch it with your family? Fuck no. No, that would still be a them thing. Yes. You wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't jump on the Chuck bandwagon. No, we have our things we 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 do together, and it's usually movies. Not so much series. Yeah. Um, because it's very hard to, like, uh, dive into a series with everyone because of schedules and stuff. So it's much easier to just be like, hey, we have tonight where we're all together uh, and we have the time to watch a movie. And then we'll do that. I like that's a good plan. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's much harder to say, like, the whole family is going to watch this episodic series. Yeah. So what uh what is a series that you uh would like to see rebooted to watch with your family? Oh man. You know I don't know why, but I would like to see a modern take on Alf. Really? Hey Willie. <laughs> I loved I loved Alf. Now that ended so long ago though. It really did. It really did. Uh, I don't even... I remember it ended really fucked up. We talked about that, right? Yeah, it ends with like him going like... Does he go on a spaceship or some shit? I think so. Where like they were trying to like... Uh, uh, give him up to the government or something? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like I said, even then it would be very tough to... to uh, to commit to to watching an entire series with the whole family. Mostly because a five-year-old uh, only gives a shit for a very short amount of time unless it's something they're, like, super, super into. So 
and kids don't seem to love all the stuff that we liked. Have you noticed that? I do, for sure. Yeah, like I've tried to show my kids things from my childhood, and they're like, no, no thanks. That's dumb. I hate it. I'd rather watch YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it is a, a, a bit of a, a an issue uh, that I'm noticing how much the stuff that you like is so specific to your experience. Mm-hmm. Not just in, like, generations. Like, the, the kids below us, the parents above us are, are just simply not going to mostly be into what we're into. That is such a unique thing. I, I learned that, that true. While, while mom was staying with me, even the stuff that I thought she would totally get into that I was into... It's nah. just not there. Yep, it's such a unique thing that is a uh, uh, a bit of a a pain in the butt. She's really. like Richard Gere's nowhere in this film. I don't give a fuck. I can't. It, you're you're not you're not wrong. Uh, but but it's a different lineup of actors. When does Barbara Streisand come in? The amount of times she rewatched the Greg Kinnear Harrison Ford vehicle, Sabrina. Sabrina, yeah, was surprising. Okay, it's, it's, it's been interesting. Okay. So. so I'm getting it. Okay, so she's into like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, serendipity. Yeah. Yep. Cool, cool. Yeah, bit of a bit of a situation. So, uh, will uh, uh, looks interesting though uh, about Chuck. I'm curious to see if it will come around, um, and if Levi will get his wish to get that rebooted. If it does, I'll tell you what the family thinks of it. Yeah, let, <laughs> let me know. I won't give you a direct report because I shan't be you watching. Won't be watching. Nope. All right. Uh, I will be reading JLA Avengers when it comes back out. What's that? Uh, George Perez and uh, uh, Kurt Busick's uh, bringing together of the DC and Marvel universes is being reprinted uh, in an effort to raise money for uh, George Perez who is uh, suffering from prostate cancer. We talked a little bit about this on the show. We talked a little bit about how there was a push to get this reprinted. And the Hero Initiative, which is the only nonprofit that uh, is expressly to benefit comic book creators, has taken the lead on that and is going to reprint 7,000 new copies of the JLA Avengers book uh, to be sold to raise money for Perez. Nice. So fantastic. uh, Great news there. Well, and an opportunity, if you're a comic book fan who, you know, is looking for a way to help out, Mm-hmm. Um, this is the opportunity. Yeah, and, and to read a, a classic story. Uh, you know, definitely one, the last time that those characters uh, did ever interact, this was released uh, back in uh, uh, 2003 and 2004, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, just, it says that was it was first serialized then. I don't know if that's when the, the issues first came out, though. Uh, but either way, uh, very cool to see that coming out. Uh, and still uh, a shame to see that uh, uh, Perez is, is, is suffering from this. He is expected to have uh, about six months to a year to live. Uh, so he has chosen not to take uh, chemotherapy and radiation treatment uh, due to the uh, complications from both of those. So we will see uh, what this means uh, for him. Man. Glad they're doing it, for sure. Yeah. Um, Fuck cancer. Yeah, exactly. Fuck cancer. Um uh, he is uh, a, a good creator, so it is a shame to see uh, this happening to him or to anyone. Yep. So. Yep. Um, we need a puff piece now. We do. Uh, <laughs> you got a puff piece for us, producer? I might. Let's see what we got here. I just think we got some stuff that we haven't touched on yet today. No, we hit that. Really we hit that. We hit that. We didn't really talk about Star Trek Four. We just talked about Star Trek Four: uh, The Voyage Home. Uh, we didn't talk oh, about yeah, the, that's true. We didn't actually talk actually about Actually, a new Star Trek <laughs> 4 coming out. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly... I uh, just don't care. <laughs> well, you haven't seen any of the new Star Trek movies, have you? No, I did. With Chris Pine? Yeah, and I thought they were actually pretty good. Yeah? Like, I, I enjoyed them. Okay. Yeah. I thought the first one was good. I don't remember the second one. The second one with Benedict Cumberbatch, I didn't really care about. And then the third one with Idris Elba, I really didn't care about. Like, I couldn't even Maybe I did only see the first one. You know the way you watch stuff where you're really looking at your phone? Yeah. I totally did that to Star Trek Beyond. I do that a lot when I'm playing video games. Sure. Or like when I'm playing basketball. Put on something while you're playing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, but I, I, I like Chris Pine. I like um, uh, Zachary Quinto. Um, uh, who's the guy that plays Bones? Um He's uh, he's always great. Bones. Oh, uh, uh, Carl Urban. 
Oh, Dr. Bones. I was thinking Dr. of Mc the series Bones. Yeah, Dr. McCoy. Uh, <laughs> well, I like how they put that as Dr. Bones here on the Cinema Blend article. Great job, Cinema Blend. Right, we got John Cho and Simon Pegg also. Zoe Saldana uh, as Uhura. Great cast. Uh, I, I love them a lot. That, sure. That group of actors is just fantastic. So, um, uh, and of course, uh, the uh, the late Anton Yelchin was in the first three. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and was great in it as well. Um this series, this cast, and, and this kind of more action-y take on the Star Trek uh, story has been great. Um, they say they don't know if they're going to recast it or uh, find another way to address the absence of the character. Of Yelchin's uh, Chekhov, yeah. yeah. Which I think they should just either either address it or don't do anything. Do not recast. Uh, you don't uh, Chekhov is an iconic role. Um, you know, originally played by Walter Koenig and, and then, of course, by Yelchin. So he's just gone and no one says shit? Yeah, or say, you know, he he died on land or, you know, he, he couldn't make it. Uh, bummer about old, uh, what's his fuck? <laughs> old, old Checky. And then he, like, brushed it off like they didn't care. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, rock fell on him or some shit. I don't know. He didn't beam back up. Anyways, uh, movie. Movie. <laughs> I'm down to watch it. No matter. This was supposed to be the palate cleanser. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Sometimes you just can't have one. Yeah, you, know? you can't. You can't always have what you want. It's 2022. You don't get a fucking palate You're cleanser. You're lucky you get anything in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Except for just a rent increase. 2022. You're lucky you woke up today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pick some plugs. Let's do it. I uh, what have you been uh, what are you what are you picking? You got anything you've been watching, been listening to? Uh, what about I've uh, been listening to them, uh, Mister Mister and, and Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been listening to some weird it? shit, man. I've been listening to some weird shit this week. Eighties uh, week here at the Zampino House. It's all it's it's been all over the place, really. Yeah, it really has. Um, yeah, that's really good. Uh, just. Like, I don't know, go on Spotify and put on Phil Collins radio. That's been pretty satisfying. That's a pretty good fit. And uh, let's see, what have I been watching? I feel like I, I was watching. Oh, uh, the new season of Space Force dropped yesterday. Oh, how you like it so far? I watched the first episode and I like it quite a bit. Uh, love the characters. Ben Schwartz is just so funny. This was supposed to have a slightly different feel. Have you noticed that yet? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, it does seem a little bit more playful. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to jump back into it. Uh, finished up Murderville. That was awesome. Okay. Uh, got to get on the. Uh, I'm, I'm behind the season finale of Peacemaker came out, and I have to watch that today. So I don't have reports on that yet, but I will next week. All right. So, uh, yeah. What about you? Uh, gotta, gotta give it up for the old Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, yeah, finally, finally saw, saw that. Uh, definitely dig it. It's a, it's an exciting uh, adventure romp. It's fun. It was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. It didn't. Uh, it didn't take itself too seriously. It, it it very much played in the sandbox that it had given itself, and 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 unabashedly. And I was cool with that. And I was fine with all the story elements. Like, yeah, pretty much T to B. I didn't have any problems with it. No, they 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 definitely handled all the unique uh, characters, all the the interesting story intricacies, and. and um, uh, stepped around the complicated elements of the plot rather deftly. I uh, gotta say, yeah, I mean, the little holes that are obviously there because you're dealing with all these weird things. You know, they they managed to do it in a way where you were like, "All right, cool, I don't care, I'm fine with it." Little one-off lines. Uh, you know, not to make, uh, not to delve too too deep into it because I don't want to get spoilery. But you know, um, uh, there's a character whose hair uh, looks significantly different from from the last time we saw them. And it is just kind of hand waved away by saying, "Oh, it's different now." You know, yep, it's something. Look, you got you got your hair fixed. People and, look different. <clears throat> People yep. get haircuts, and that was and it was just kind of done. You know, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and um, by by doing that, by kind of acknowledging and moving on, it just kind of says, "Yep, that's what you're getting," and and it lets you kind of stay focused on the parts you need to stay focused on. And um, well put. Uh, I am. This this is the the multiverse and the way that they are incorporating these these other characters is where the Marvel universe could get very very messy and I will be watching that and so far we are not too messy so well done 
No picks besides the old Starlight Comedy Night, still the second Friday of every month. We don't have a lineup to announce just yet, but I'm sure we will soon, so stay tuned for that. Um, we are working on a new project here at OLA Ministries. Yeah. Um, it, uh, with, with uh, you know, a really weird end to our winter here in Oklahoma. Uh, things have been a little bit slower as far as progress just because uh, there's been times where... you it's been hard to get around uh little things like that but um very excited for for big announcements that are coming very very soon um hopefully maybe for both parties here at the uh, old ola ministries uh yeah but we'll see what do you think hilton yeah i think uh i think they're gonna like what's coming down the pipe i mm-hmm. think there's gonna be something uh definitely pipe the pike pike down the pike we still don't know which it's down ones. the pike i don't know Either whether it's well, listen, whether you're traveling by car or you're the itsy bitsy spider, you are gonna like what Super we have Mario in store. Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well, I'll see you at uh see you at the resort, Hilton. Uh, Sounds good. We'll Mario Lago. <laughs> Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>